Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. Government's most sensitive secrets have been downloaded into his head. He opened Bryce's email. Chuck is the computer. Me? Why? Wait, 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 why me? I'm nobody. I'm the, I'm the supervisor of a nerd herd. Only one man has the secrets. Something's wrong with me. I'm remembering things that I shouldn't know. One man has the skills. <laughs> one man has what it takes. Chuck. 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 America's newest spy has a lot on his mind. Yesterday I was fixing computers. Now I have one in my brain. Saving the world at 11 bucks an hour. I did it. I defused a real bomb. <laughs> Chuck. GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge. Chuck. We hope this finds everyone staying safe and well. Welcome once again to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Yes, we are back. GVN's couple who puts the odd in pod. <laughs> Returning once again for another opportunity to inhale highly caffeinated beverages and spout some trivial nonsense for you. I'm Martin Sexton, and as always, let's welcome the real boss of this two-person conglomerate, the person who brings the sunshine to my mornings, and most importantly, my coffee. My happy wife, Kathy. Good well, morning, Kathy. Good morning, Martin. And you're right. I do bring you the coffee, don't I, baby? Yes, you bring me the coffee. And though it's coffee in name only, because it's really just it's, like a big mug of chocolate with a coffee chaser. That is true. Uh, it's probably seven or 800 calories per sip. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Could be why you're so excited about morning coffee. Yeah, well, probably so. And it's why, I, uh, generally speaking, when I'm not home, the coffee just is, doesn't measure its subpar. Well, subpar is right because there's way more juice in there than you really know. <laughs> what else you put in there? Well, I don't want you to worry about it. It's obviously <laughs> making you pretty happy. Is that the little containers with the skull and crossbones inside of them? You're not supposed to notice that. Oh, okay. Okay, so just like every sh uh, show, we start out talking about uh, giving Kathy a chance to talk about whatever she wants to talk about, and uh, this is no different, so I will open the floor to you, my dear. Well, thank you, my darling. All right, so Martin, I want to talk about this thing about me having Alzheimer's, okay? Okay. Because I had a dream the other night, and I could not get out of my dream fast enough because I'm trying, struggling so hard to find out what our other son's name was. So other I'm, son. Yes, our other son, the one we don't have. Oh, okay. So, I, and I could not think of his name. Well, because we don't have one. So, anyway, I'm in this dream, struggling as I can. I'm going, Jeffrey, and the other kid that we have, and I'll, I'll figure your name out soon. Uh, and, was there anyone else in this dream? Yeah, you were in it. Really? Yes. And uh, I didn't think there was something strange about no, the fact that you're looking I, for a I name. Just kept, I just kept saying to you, I'll think of it in a minute. And you just kept looking at me like, okay. And almost like you're a dumbass. Why don't you know the name of your other kid? But that's really not true what you were looking at me. You were looking at me to say, 
we don't have another son. I was probably trying to see who you're going to come up with. (laughs) But I'm telling you right now, I had to wake up from that dream and was going, oh my God, what's the name of my other kid? Oh, I don't have one. That's exactly what happened. Other than than your daughters. Yeah, but I didn't have, we don't have another son. But they were in the dream, though. No, they had nothing to do with this. We were looking for him. Because we needed to get him to get out of wherever that hallway okay, so was. Okay, we so we were looking for Jeff Jr. Or I don't know what the heck we were looking for, but a child we don't have, so apparently. Um, so I decided it, we had another kid in my dream, and I couldn't think of his name. And I, and, and I was struggling so hard to think of his name. And then all I could think of is that movie, Still Alice, where, she, where the words, she couldn't get the words out of her mouth. Uh, it's just terrible. It was awful. I, I was... I really felt horrible about it. So how does that make you think or add to your suspicions of uh, Alzheimer's? None. Zero. (laughs) Not at all. Because apparently it's very difficult to remember things that did not happen. Well, that I mean, of course, we we do have trouble with names, but yeah, we definitely have trouble with names that people don't <laughs> don't Jeez. exist. I, I I think that had something to do with us doing these podcasts, and then I'm always afraid that I'm going to forget somebody's name while I'm talking about them, and then we're going to go uh 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 like thirty times to, to try to remember. Why well, do that anyway? So it's okay. Well, we we do pretty good, but I I'll uh I'll I digress. So let's uh, let's move on. That that's my that's my um thing for today. I say. Uh, we saw digressing. That, that's actually something that you know we do all the time, and you know we kept talking about a chicken last time. But the truth is, no, it's more like the dogs on uh, Up. Yeah. Every time that you see a squirrel, they get oh, distracted. Squirrel? <laughs> uh, we're easily distracted by the squirrel. Yeah, uh, for sure. Just and like, the squirrel can be anything. Right. Just like now, which right. is like I said, which is why like when we're going online to find something. We'll see a little. Oh my God! I can't. I do it all the time, yeah. and I really think that that has something to do with this, this mental impairment I have. It's like, oh look, a chicken. Well, that's like impulse buying. I mean, just I you suppose. see a little picture and think, I think I need to look at I that. I need that. And then by by after about fifteen minutes, you forget what it was you were looking for originally. You know what else I was going to talk about was my, this pain in my neck, but I, I decided not to discuss that today. I probably didn't want to hurt my feelings. That's all right. <laughs> It's not you. It's an actual pain. Oh, a a physical pain in your neck. Yeah, but I think it's from I think it's from from looking at my computer too much. Is your computer on the ceiling? No, it's. Well, you just do looking straight up at the ceiling. I was trying trying to fix my neck. Oh, I gotcha. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Okay, okay. So today, uh, you know, the way the shows have been working, we've been going from like a presently occurring show to a show from the past. We did uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is uh, their final season's coming later this year. So now we're going back in the past again, and we're going to talk about NBC's Chuck. Now, Chuck was one of my favorite shows when it was on NBC. And this was before Zachary Levi donned, you know, the red uh, superhero suit and lightning bolt on his chest. Uh, And before he did the voice of Flynn Rider and Rapunzel, uh, he was uh, a nerd Buy More employee and part-time spy Chuck Bartowski in Chuck. And this was also uh, before Yvonne Strahovac. Help me with this. What? Her last Strahovac. I can't even say that. Strahovac. That's that's good enough for for me. Uh, I just know she looks good. I didn't have to know her last. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I just don't even. Yeah, want to Strahovski. Talk to I think that's anyway. Anyway, before she was on Hands Made Tale, and before she was on Dexter, she was Sarah Walker, CIA agent, super spy in Chuck. Uh, so Chuck premiered September 24, 2007 on NBC. Sorry. Uh, was there uh, some uh, someone in your way you were deciding to 
honk your horn, or were you doing were you doing theme song to Chuck? Okay. Okay, that actually brings up a point. Now, you know, I was familiar with the theme song to Chuck. I mean, what it sounded like. And I had to look up that it was uh, short skirt, uh, skirt, long jacket by Kate. I didn't realize it had words until oh, sure. until you uh, showed <laughs> oh, me this I morning. Girl. <laughs> a yeah. short skirt and a long jacket. <laughs> yeah, I said, I, I only knew the music. I never knew the words. So hey, I learned something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so uh, is that what that was about? The, I don't know. I just, I, 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 I was actually just trying to, I don't know what I was doing. But there you go. You got a little bit of Chuck music in the middle. Well, that's, that's important enough. Okay, so anyway, so uh, like I said, Chuck uh, worked at the Buy More, which is kind of like the our local Best Buy kind of thing. Uh, in Burbank, uh, he was a member of the Nerd Herd, which is basically like the geek squad for Best Buy, where they uh, do computer repair. And uh, him and his best friend Morgan Grimes work there. Uh, by the way, uh, of course, uh, Zachary Levi is Chuck Bartowski. Um, Joshua Gomez is Morgan Grimes. I like them. They are a good. They are a good pair to be together. They are awesome together. I love it. And yes, actually, I think when they were doing the casting, they actually had hired Casey and Chuck first, and they hired uh, Joshua because of his chemistry with. Chuck, since yeah. they're both to be both to be best buddies, uh, so that made sense. Uh, so you had uh, Chuck's sister Ellie, which is Sarah Lancaster. I like Sarah Lancaster. And her, and her boyfriend uh, Devin, uh, who was uh, Captain Olson. Yes, <laughs> Captain Olson uh, uh, Woodcomb, which is Ryan McPartland, and uh, they lived together in the same apartment complex that Chuck did. Uh, and uh, Ellie's main thing was to get Chuck to move on from the Buy More and do something with his life. Uh, mainly because he had been kicked out of Stanford. He was a, a Stanford uh, student uh, and was going places before he got kicked out for supposedly cheating on a test, which actually gets explored later in the series. Uh, but anyway, so his one of his buddies at school was Bryce Larkin. Bryce Larkin sent him, an, who was now with the CIA, uh, sent him an email with basically a program that had all of the government secrets kind of uh, embedded. Yes, thank you. Embedded into the program. So when Chuck opened the email, it put imparted all of those secrets through a whole bunch of different images into Chuck's brain. So in a sense, Chuck's brain became that compository of all their secrets. Uh, and unbeknownst to him. And of course, once the government found out, they sent the, I remember the NSA, which was um, Casey. Casey, John Casey, who was played by Adam Baldwin, and the CIA, CIA officer, which was Yvonne Stravosky. I'm going to stop saying her name. I'm gonna say, uh, Just call her Sarah, Sarah Walker. Yeah, let's call her Sarah. Right? Uh, call her Sarah Walker. Sarah Walker. Anyway, sent Sarah to uh, investigate and possibly take him out if they felt the need to do so. Um, but what they end up doing is end up basically babysitting Chuck and using him as the computer so whenever they needed... Uh, information about anything that was going on. They would show him a picture or or say a name or, or show him a name or something that all of a sudden uh, would uh, intensify the, the memory in his brain to tell them what that was about. And so, so. What, what did they call that? Uh, I forgot. Flash. Oh, flash. flash. Flash, yes. Yeah. He would have a flash. Uh, and, of course, uh, which was funny because later on in this... Well, well, 
Yeah, but, yeah. I was gonna say, what's his name called it something else? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Morgan called it something else when when he had. But uh, Sarah, when trying to explain what Chuck looked like, whenever he had a flash, she thought it was like when he looked at something really bright, but at the same time was eating something really sour at the same time. <laughs> so when she did it, she said she almost kind of like crossed her eyes and everything. It, it looked kind of weird. And he, and he was sitting there looking at her, and he, goes, he said, "So that's kind of what it looked like." And he, he was insulted. <laughs> oh. And walked away, walked away from her. <laughs> okay, so uh, as I was saying that uh, Casey, his undercover thing for protecting Chuck, he's actually working at the Bymore as a stalker. And Sarah is pretending to be Chuck's girlfriend, and she is working at the Wienerlicious. And how appropriate for not a super spy not to be working at the Wienerlicious. Those sales at the Wienerlicious really went up. After. And so did photographs <laughs> and... You had a whole bunch of bunch people coming yes, who looked like tourists with cameras going in there taking pictures over uh, behind the counter. Did you get me something off that bottom shelf? <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's not like she actually knew how to do the... Uh, the job. The job with, right? But they didn't care. Uh so anyway, so uh, like I said, Chuck went for five seasons, and actually after the second season, because the ratings, you know, it was critically, uh, people liked it critically, but people just weren't watching it. Uh, so they were talking about canceling it, but that's when the fans came in, uh, you know, which is, this is not anything new. I mean, even back as far as the original Star Trek. Uh, between the second and third season, fans did all their letter writing campaign to NBC again. NBC must be the one who wants to cancel everything. Yeah, uh, a letter writing campaign to get them to bring Star Trek back for a third season, and that worked. Well, in this case, uh, because uh, like I said again, because of the ratings, uh, after the second season, NBC was talking about canceling it, but the fans got a hold of Subway because uh, Subway actually had. Uh, I guess there had been some mentions of the Subway sandwiches in the show, so they got Subway to agree to uh, go to NBC and say they will sponsor the show uh, in order to bring it back for its third season, which explains why a lot of times in the third season, you see a whole, like Big Mike, you'll see him carrying around a Subway sandwich and telling you what kind of sandwich it is and what's on it. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was all because uh, Subway was sponsoring the show, so they were making a point to... Uh, visually advertise them as much as they could. Okay, so as far as the overall overall show, if you could think like one word to describe Chuck, what would it be? Fun. fun. I'd say yes. fun, yes. Okay, so uh, how so? Well, because um, there's plenty of action. There's, there's a little bit of romance in there. Well, um, yeah, so, and of course, I'm a, I'm a romantic anyway, so the whole idea of a geek, which, you know, most of my... Young life, that's kind of what, how I considered myself. The idea that a geek could get a, a sexy super spy even pay, pay any attention to him, to me, sounds like, that sounds so great. So where, where can I get an intersect? <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of, uh, I'd say, goofiness um, for, for uh, everybody. I, I, it was just, it's such an enjoyable show. It's hard not to like it. You right. Know? And, and Zachary Levi is a very likable Plays oh, the very sure. And I think that's kind of why maybe he got the gig in Shazam later on, because he kind of proved that he could, uh, you know... It's that... It's that the boy is charm. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. boy is charm mixed with the ability to do some of the action stuff. Uh, I think that kind of sold him, especially when they decided to go that route as far as uh, having Shazam have maintained the child's kind of childlike personality. Uh, so, but anyway, yeah, Chuck is fun. Like I said, one of the main things that makes it fun... 
uh, is the fact that uh, they embrace pop culture like nobody's business. That's so true. Uh, especially when it comes to their guest stars. I mean, they've had just about anybody and everybody that you may have seen from a previous show uh, or a movie or anything that pop culture related, you will find them at least one episode or another to have had them on their show as a guest star. I mean, whether it's wrestling, whether it's football, whether it's, you know, you know, they even had Stan Lee right. uh, on there playing himself as a spy, which they come to find out uh, that he was a, in this particular case, uh, it was a Christmas episode and they were having a Christmas party and Stan Lee came up to General Beckman, who was the uh, uh, elder general, and was trying to get her to kiss him under the mistletoe. And, of course, she told him, you're just embarrassing yourself, Stan. Go away from it. <laughs> and he said, well, if you're going to be that way. And he walked off and left her with the mistletoe. Uh-huh. And uh, Chuck, of course, looked at him and said, Stan Lee's a spy? That, that's so weird. <laughs> I said, actually, it probably makes perfect sense. But uh, uh, I had completely forgotten that Stan had did a cameo uh, in Chuck, which uh, was, was kind of fun. I mean, but you had all kinds of different people. Okay, so, and as part of the pop culture references, like I said, they had a, a whole lot of different co-stars show on there, uh, like Brandon Routh, of course, who played Daniel Shaw, and of course he was Superman in Superman Returns. Right. Uh, we had uh, Linda Hamilton, who played Chuck's mom, and of course she was in Terminator. Right. Uh, and also Beauty and the Beast, which is actually was another one of my favorite shows way back in the in the day. Uh, that to- was way back in the day. Yeah, that was, that was that was way back in the day with Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Tony Todd, of course, uh, who uh, has been in so many different uh, things. And if you didn't recognize Tony Todd, you'd recognize his voice because he has a very deep voice. Uh, Scott Bakula, um, yep. uh, who plays Chuck's dad, uh, is on there. And Timothy Dalton. Uh, I see, I he, liked, he, had a, he had a good he had a good part. <laughs> yeah, I like Timothy Dalton in this because it gave him a chance to do a little bit of two sides of the same coin because... Uh, as Alexei Volkov, he was the Russian mastermind, uh, uh, kind of the Dr. Evil uh, right, kind of right. thing. But uh, he also played uh, another character whose name is... Hartley Winterbottom. <laughs> uh, which is just kind of funny just to say it. But uh, And he was kind of a milk toast type of guy. Uh, he was actually uh, Winterbottom before he became Alexei Volkov. Right. Uh, but... Uh, it gave a game, of course, you know, Timothy well, Dalton, of course, yeah, is J- yeah. James Bond. And Lou Ferrigno uh, was in there. Yeah, Lou Fer- <laughs> Like I said, yeah, anybody who's been on anything was on here. Lou Ferrigno, I think, was played a bodyguard. If I- yeah, right. Yeah, for, for some spoiled actress that he actually uh, fell in love with and wanted her to pay t- attention to him, but she only saw him as just her hired And Morgan muscle. Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild, yes. <laughs> uh, she she played uh, she played uh, Devin's mom, and so did uh, Bruce Boxland, who played uh, Devin's dad. So um, that was so, that was TV. Okay, I gotta ask. What? That, Morgan Fairchild. Yes. What, what, what's that from? It's from Saturday Night Live. Uh, and from who? Oh, it's from uh, John Lovitz, uh, and uh, that's Tommy Flanagan. That's right. That's that's the ticket. Okay. Uh, Morgan Fairchild. It's his wife. Yeah, that's it. His wife, and he's seen her naked. <laughs> and he slept with her. Yes. She mentioned multiple times, if I remember. That's correct. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Morgan Fairchild <laughs> was Devin's mom. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else? Oh, well, and I said, uh, Bruce Boxleitner, who yep, was you, Devin's dad. Yep. And uh, I think I mentioned, did I mention Rob Riggle? No, you did not. 
Rob Riggle, who I love, love, love. And he's hilarious. It's a, yeah, actually, Rob played a guy that Chuck had lost his ability to flash. So Rob was there to try to get it back for him by basically trying to kill him. <laughs> right. It scare the flash back into Right, that, which is what his theory was. But uh, basically, right, it was just putting uh, yeah. Chuck kinda in like, danger. Kind of like a hiccup. <laughs> right, we're going to scare right out of you. <laughs> which uh, didn't work very well. Uh, and, and Michael Clark Duncan and... Um, uh, yeah, Mark Clark Duncan played a, a villain uh, yes. in there. Go figure. I think he uh, hung Chuck over the edge of a building by yes. his ankles. For, uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and Mark Hamill was yes, there. Mark Hamill. So Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill well, of course, you know Zachary Levi and uh, and uh, Joshua were just all just excited as heck that Mark Hamill was going to be on the show. He was Luke Skywalker. Uh, Luke Skywalker. I mean, Mark Hamill was excited to be on the show just because it gave him a chance to do a French accent. And there you go. Right. Is that because uh, he played a, a villain, but I think eventually that Chuck ended up punching and knocking him off of the, <laughs> the uh, side of his yacht. Uh, but uh, just it's a few names, like I said, if there was anybody, there's so many people that have been on Chuck, uh, we can't even possibly name them all. No, it was a lot. It was a lot of uh, cameo appearances. Right. And, so, and there was a lot of them that were on there for, you know, six, seven, eight episodes. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, especially... Or you maybe know, not quite well, that many, but, but well, several no, I mean, episodes. Anyway. You know, like Brandon Roth was on there for 12 episodes. For sure. Um so Lynn Hamilton was on for twelve episodes. Scott Becker was on for seven. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Fairchild was on there for at least a couple, three or four episodes. I think. So I said you even had uh, Steve Austin. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I remember was that. Was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was actually on there for two episodes. Uh, you know, you can't keep a good bad guy down. Uh, <laughs> and uh, matter of fact, in embracing their what embracing their pop cultureness. Yeah, that. Uh, that pop, yeah, that pop cultureness. Yes, uh, they even did in the second season did a three D episode where they were uh, handing out three D. And we were talking like the three D now, where you get these little clear sunglasses. Like they, this was the colored lenses kind right. of thing, uh, where they did an episode. Uh, saying that's another thing with Chuck. Chuck's you know just like uh, Friends, where they'd say the one about yeah. Chuck. All Chuck's episodes were named Chuck versus whatever it right. is. In this case, Chuck versus the Third Dimension. Where he they did a 3D episode yeah. for Chuck, uh, I say, and it was kind of fun where you'd go through and try to pick out the, the different pop culture references. Like I think in that episode they used a grenade uh, that they called IG88, which was one of the droids that's on Star Wars. So uh, half the half the fun of Chuck was after the end of the show was going through and see how many of the pop culture references you could right. figure out. Um, so anyway, like I said, it went for five seasons. Uh, now, that's the one thing about Chuck. I wasn't exactly thrilled about how it ended. I mean, of course, uh, I hate, you know, if you've never seen it, and I don't know how many people haven't seen it at this point, but they kind of wrapped it up, that, but they kind of didn't. Uh, well, that's kind of why Zachary Levi would like to have a, um, uh, a movie. Right. As a matter of fact, uh, Zachary Levi, even as far as last year, uh, Zachary said that he, you know, because all the people were asking me, so how come we're not going to get a Chuck movie? Mainly because they said that we wanted a cleaner wrap up of what happened at the end of the series. And of course, Chuck's, you know, Zachary Levi says, yeah, I would love to do a Chuck movie, but he doesn't want to do like a cinematic, you know, go to the theater to see it. He wants to go like maybe do an hour and a half to two hour Chuck movie on Netflix, maybe one every couple years, uh, kind of thing. And of course, now that he's uh, Shazam. Probably this is probably his best chance if he really wanted to push the envelope to get it done. Of course, he's, then he's got to get you know everybody 
on board as far as well you know I, I, it was such a fun show you really need to watch it it it's definitely um it's it's definitely fun to watch it's it's not heavy um you you come away watching the, the episodes with you kind of want to watch the next episode because they while they're they're not mutually exclusive they are con- there is a storyline right. that and, and, and the same thing with many of the shows we watch it kind of starts out starts out again kind of you know one up yeah. episodes but again as the seasons progress then it starts becoming again everything's kind of connected and, yeah. and tells a story uh and uh it's it, as you say it's still a lot of fun even now because again the same pop culture references they use then are still just as viable now Maybe even more so. Right. Uh, and like I said, uh, if, you know, I guess the, the real trick would be getting uh, Yvonne and Zachary, because I don't, I'm not aware of any of the other cast members really doing anything. I mean, not that I'm aware of right now. So, uh, and of course, the longer you wait, the older they get, then it starts to get to be problematic. Uh, right. Especially when you've got an action type right. of show. Uh, but uh, like I said, we're still, there's still hope uh, that we're going to get. Uh, Maybe a Chuck movie. Like I said, if nothing else, I would like one Chuck movie just to, to wrap up the ending of the show to me in a little tighter bowl than we got from the end of it. We like I say, which is not to say that the the way the show ended was just god awful. I mean, it wasn't Quantum Leap awful or even <laughs> even Game of Thrones awful, uh, but uh, it was just left open enough that uh, I was somewhat somewhat dissatisfied. That being said, if you want to watch Chuck, it is on Amazon Prime. So if you have that, you can watch it, all five seasons of it. Uh, and some of the seasons weren't, I don't think they were all 22 episodes. I think some of them were a little shorter. Yeah. I think the final season was actually a little shorter. And uh, you can, I say, you once as you watch it, you'll kind of learn why it is that the casting for uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel, depending on how old you are, if you want to move. Uh, why they went with Zachary Levi for it? Yeah, he's awesome, uh, and, and it makes and, and you'll see it's a good choice. It, it was a great choice actually for for um, Shazam. Anyway, uh, so Chuck, Amazon Prime, Zachary Levi, awesome, great show. You'll love it. And at any point when we recommend a show and you find that you don't like it, it was her fault. <laughs> Always my fault. <laughs> so don't actually know that not this one because again I I, I don't think that we ever actually watched the show together. Yeah, we did. Was that, that did. after the fact? Uh, no, sure no, 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 no. It was after you watched the first three seasons, or um, or you might have watched the first three seasons, and then I. Or maybe I was watching it and you came in later. No, no, that's what it that's, was. That's, that's exactly was what happened. Their child. As a matter of fact. You didn't even think about it until after I told you about it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's no, it's not. That's it, the ticket. Yeah. It was all my idea. You were just a follower as usual. All right, we're done with this program. Everyone have a great day. Goodbye. Uh, okay, John. Uh, okay, so truth be known, she is correct. We're done. We are done with this episode. So uh, I am Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we will see you on the next Coffee Bench.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 